Hello and welcome back to Speedrun, the fast talking video game podcast where we talk about pretty much anything that interests us. I, as always, am Jamie. I am Jazzy, and I feel like we've switched up the intro from everything weird and retro to, meh, just everything that interests us, you know what I mean? I was listening back when I was editing today, and I was like, you know, this has shifted with episodes. We've we've gone from just being a retro podcast to being very retro, but very, like, nerdy. Like, today's topic is the death of the Wii U, and I'm going to be real, but the Wii U ain't retro. I mean, it's certainly I mean, dead and six feet under, but it's not retro. Yeah, you're right. Now, today as well, we have someone joining us as a guest we host. We do. Would you like to introduce yourself, guest host? No, of course not. Why would I ever put <gasps> effort into things? <laughs> Oof. Hi, I'm Ellie. Uh, I stream video games. I write about video games and I um, stream video games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've played a couple. I This ain't my first rodeo around discussing the video games. Hell yeah. And today we're talking about, as I said, a topic that it's near and dear to you you and I's heart. Uh, I know. Jazzy, are you familiar with the Wii U? I, I had a Wii U for the longest time and I loved it. Loved? Past tense? Past tense? I do not have it anymore. Sad face. Oof. Rip. Yeah. But that's all right. Uh, if y'all would like, I can get started on today's 15-minute timer since we have a guest. Yes, please. Let's do it. Let's do it. So the Wii U, as we all know, was launched back in 2012. And uh, the launch was lukewarm, to say the least. <laughs> yes. I know for the longest time, people were like, is that just a Wii add-on? Yeah, I remember that. I, that was like, I had a friend who had it, and there was that initial confusion of like, do I keep my Wii? No. Yes. Kind of. Because, of course, it didn't have GameCube backwards compatibility at the time. So it was like, oh, if you don't have a GameCube, keep the Wii. But also, like, what's the point? Right. When I saw the commercials, I saw them. It, it was the commercial where they were doing Wii golfing. And I was just like, oh, this is an add-on. We haven't seen this since, like, Sega. And, you know, they put it on the floor and you could the putting green and as I, th I thought it was an add-on it's just like you know maybe this boosts the graphics in a little bit it's just like a a tablet and then at the end of the commercial it, it also had a box and i was like wow that's a new model wii that's really curvy <laughs> and i didn't think anything <laughs> of it i thought the u was just the tablet and i was like what is this you know and i feel like that was Really, I, I think that was the downfall of the Wii U, was just going down to the naming. If they named it literally anything else, I feel like it would have done so much better in the market, because no one knew what it was. They could have even just called it the Wii 2. <laughs> they could have called it Wii 2. Wii 2, Return of Wii. Wii yes, Wii exactly. Not, I... not to be confused with the Switch, which is Wii 3 and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if I agree with it just being a marketing problem. I think it's also just got this issue where it was very clear that Nintendo wanted to do something very Switch-esque with the Wii U, and they screwed it up big time. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, I because I got a Wii U only recently. I got it for several reasons, but I'm not going to state them yet. But, you know, one of them was the idea of, like, oh, I can, like, 
playing a Wii U game like in my bed, which is like next to the living room. So I would take the Wii U tablet next to my living room and it would immediately be like, disconnected, I'm sorry. Three meters is too much for us. Which is just yeah. like, okay. So I can't take it even mobily around my house, let alone like to another person's house without taking the whole console. So I think that the was other a problem. <laughs> and this was coming out right at the time when Nintendo was going really big with like, yeah, get out and go, go do things. Because uh, the 3DS was out, and at this point, Spot Pass was huge. Oh, I fucking huge. love Street Pass and Spot Pass. Exactly. So one would think that you could, oh, it, it's not wired into anything as games on it. I can walk with, no, three meters. Eventually, I just unplugged it from my TV and plugged it into uh, the wall in my bedroom and kept the actual box unit underneath my bed and just played with, <laughs> played with it in tablet mode all the time in my bed. <laughs> I think the thing as well is you could tell like the Wii really was a baby step to the Switch because the screen on the tablet itself really isn't great. It's like, is it like 480? I think. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I, I think it might it, be, don't quote me on this. I think it's interlaced even. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's, it's not a look. Don't quote me on that, but it doesn't like, look great. It's, it's not, it's no like tiger hell held hand, hand held game there we go (laughs) thank you thank you it's no tiger but it's definitely no switch i would say it's on par with like the psp maybe you know what i actually Mm -hmm. think the biggest problem with that console was i think it was just the fact that like no one made games for it except nintendo and even then nintendo didn't want to make games for it like yeah nintendo released (laughs) a lot of really good games for the wii u which have now mostly been ported to Switch because they realized, oh, we can just lazily port it over and win. But the problem was, like, unless you loved Nintendo games only, you didn't want the Wii U. Like, I didn't want the Wii U, despite initially being interested in it because, one, I couldn't get GameCube games on it, and two, I couldn't play anything but Wii U games on it. Like, you know, Nintendo first-party games, whereas, like, if I have an Xbox 360... I can play every major third-party title from EA, Ubisoft, you know, Blizzard, whatever. It's just there. And I feel like part of it was it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm not sure if I'm using that metaphor right. But in the sense where the Wii U was had a rough launch because the Wii U, you know, th- th- no one didn't really know what it was. Nintendo's ads during that time weren't great. Uh, really, the only advertising Nintendo did, I think, between 2012 and 2016, that was any decent. They outsourced to Mega 64. Uh, yeah, they st- did. We mm-hmm. stand the Reggie Fizamac. Reggie Fizamac is my favorite, not only Nintendo ad, besides the Nintendo Muppets, but right. then also, <laughs> also Mega 64 is like one of my favorite internet comedy troops. But that's off topic. Uh, in the Wii U era, not only did we get the Nintendo Muppets. But that was also when Satoru Iwata was with us. And I can remember it was uh, E3 2015? 2015. 2015, mm-hmm. yeah. When they made a huge push with the Wii U and said, hey, no one bought this. Here's a, here's a ton of games that you will want to play. And it's like, yeah, I'm sold. I'm going to go get a Wii U right now. And while E3 was going on, I went to GameStop, bought a Wii U, came back home and continued watching E3. Well, and because what's sad is the reason no third, 
the Wii U actually had some decent support that first year. It got a lot of ports from, say, the 360 and PS3 the first year it was out. But all of that dropped off for a lot of the exclusives, like LEGO City Undercover slowly stopped being exclusives because no one bought the Wii U. And I'm going to be real, if I work for even a mid-sized game company, do I want to create a game for that, this admittedly really cool piece of tech that nobody's buying? I mean, also, wasn't the architecture, like, completely... I'm trying to remember, was it still based off of... I'm trying to remember, it was based on a certain architecture, and it was different from, like, the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. So It was. It, so, like, it had this additional issue of, like, porting it is more difficult. And also, that's the exact same reason why, why we see Sony having trouble... Uh, just porting or allowing PS3 discs to be played on anything but a PS3 is because the mm -hmm. architecture of it is so weird. You know what? Actually, I think I know the exact moment where I think the Wii U like, was on its deathbed like, and it was super early. Mm -hmm. Rayman Legends. You think so? I think when Rayman Legends was delayed and then put on other consoles, that was the sign to every third-party developer, don't port to the Wii U. Don't port. Mm -hmm. It's like an ex like a game that was supposed to be an exclusive was act was ripped was told you know was taken off and they were just like, well if you know Ubisoft doesn't trust them why should I as EA or as Activision Blizzard trust Nintendo and after that like everything just dried up at that point. Yeah, I think that was the thing. There was definitely because um, I remember one of the selling points is. Like, back when it was first announced, is we are going to have third-party games. Look, it's Assassin's Creed. And then, look, it's Call of Duty. But if you look again, it's also Assassin's Creed. Did I mention we have Assassin's Creed and yeah. Call of Duty? Mind blown. And that was, like, one of the biggest things. Is like, oh, man, Nintendo is actually getting into the race. They're actually mm -hmm. looking to compete with the big dogs in the ring and, and put out, like, a quote, 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 actual console, quote, 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 for the massive quote hardcore quote crowd and then <laughs> quote. it just and it turned into another nintendo console of exclusively nintendo games which i say that as someone who buys nintendo consoles specifically to play only nintendo games because i love them well like if you know what you're getting yourself into with a nintendo console and that's like a good thing and everything and then the switch is really just like exploded and I congratulate them for that, but I think the Wii U really appeals to people who like really, really love like the first party titles like me. I well, now I'm thinking about the Switch because I'm going to be pretty upfront in the fact that like I'm not the biggest Nintendo fangirl. Like I had an N64 and a Wii growing up, but like I swapped over to Microsoft after and then to Sony, and I've been pretty I'd been pretty okay at the time with not having anything from Nintendo at that point. What got me into the Switch was the fact that I could play a lot of games that weren't Nintendo exclusives on the go. Where, But also it was like, oh, it also gives me the chance to play games like Breath of the Wild, which turned out to be like one of my favorite games of all time. The Wii U, I got it like this summer or last summer in 2020. And the reason I got it was to make it an emulation box because it was a dead console, but it has decent emulation capacity because it's been busted wide open. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned Breath of the Wild because I know a lot of people who are like, oh, I'll, I'm holding off on the Wii U until the new Zelda comes out. You know, new Zelda, new... 
And then Breath of the Wild was pushed back, and now we know it was so it could be a Switch game, right? <laughs> the funniest thing about Breath of the Wild is it was originally intended as a Wii U exclusive. Yeah. It is the only first-party Nintendo game on the Wii U that I can think of that just doesn't use the gamepad. Like, literally, the yeah. only use of the gamepad is you can press the gamepad to switch between having it on the TV or having it on the gamepad. You can't even use it for, like, menus or anything. Yeah, and, like, once the Switch came out, the Wii U was completely obsolete. Like, yes, you could save, like, what, 100 bucks maybe Canadian on it? But, like, mm -hmm. at that point, it's like, yeah, but you can play, you know, top-tier games on a 720p screen on the go. Or you can play it at the same rate, at the same as or same resolution of 1080p on your TV that the Wii U has. And at that point, it's just like, yeah, it was dead. Like there was no reason to buy it unless you were incredibly stripped for cash. Uh, I, I right think... and oh, go on. What I was going to say was, um, I think it's extremely prophetic talking about um, how Breath of the Wild got the same exact treatment that Twilight Princess did how it came out on both consoles and how funny it is that twilight princess got an hd remaster um to the wii u and i will forever be salty that we do not get wind waker hd or twilight princess hd on the switch because oh, that would instantly sell me on rebuying a switch instantly if i could play twilight princess which is my favorite zelda game of all time next to ocarina of course but outside of Ocarina, it is Twilight Princess. I don't know why, but I could somehow... Like, I know Nintendo's been on a kick of, like, re-releasing games lately. And I could somehow <clears throat> see them, like, just bundling all the... the Like, bundling... uh, Like, maybe even Sky... Like, maybe a regular, just upscaled port of Skyward Sword with Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD and doing it as a kind of thrown together re-release like mario 3d zelda All -Stars. 3d yeah, All -Stars. jinx jinx what, 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 what's Say that, that? I, I what's that i thought it was a pretty thrown together re-release that's really not worth the asking price oh yep. wow we're getting spicy i mean yeah super mario spicy not good Ooh. but canceled yeah i mean Ooh. i guess it's just interesting for me because like the wii u i it's very fun ironic to me that, like, I have found the purpose in the Wii U as someone who uses it after it is, like, dead and buried because I could take its corpse, rip it open, and just be like, I can play every Nintendo game before the Wii U on this console completely fine. With the exception of, like, some shoddy N64 emulation on it because I don't know why. That might just be how I modded it, but, you know... Like, for me, I find that incredibly ironic that I found a use for it hacked and dead and unsupported. Whereas, like, when it was, you know, supported and Nintendo was trying its best to keep it alive, I was like, I don't care. You have nothing to offer me right now. Literally. We have, we have about a minute and a half left on the timer, and so I just want to ask, and we're, what do we each think was the biggest source of mispotential with the Wii U? Uh, Ellie, since you're our guest, would you like to go first? Simple. Uh, they lost the third-party crowd. It immediately made it so that it was like, if you're not a Nintendo fanboy, you're not getting this console because there's just no third-party support, which as soon as you lose that, like, you've got, like, what was it? The Wii U sold, like, 18 million copies? or Something console. like that. Like, you know, that's how many hardcore Nintendo fanboys there are. Jazzy, what do you think? 
I think not only like the hardcore Nintendo fans um, missing, you know, being like directly marketed towards them in the third party. I think the biggest thing is marketing. Uh, just personally, I think marketing is what really screwed the pooch for me and like a bunch of other people. No, absolutely. I'm going to go off on a weird spot with this, but it's such a good emulation box now. It had some really cool potential for Virtual Console. It was the first system since uh, the original release, you know, to get Earthbound. There are yeah. DS games, but it was so underutilized. The fact that they didn't release some sort of Super Game Boy type thing, even just for DS games. Okay, you're saying it's more Nintendo's own fault with not putting out c content than it is anyone else. Absolutely, because here's the thing, if Nintendo really want, look, I'm using the virtual console thing specifically because as someone who likes to uh, record their own gameplay for videos, I, the, the, the DS emulation is serviceable enough on the Wii U that I would have been fine with more than just, I think, like, sorry, that's the timer, but I'm going to finish up this tangent, but, you know, more than just, you know, what, 20 games? Mm-hmm. But no, I think Nintendo could have really pushed hard. They could have done some more ports and stuff. Like, like look at the Switch. They haven't put out a ton of original titles, but people absolutely eat up all the Wii U ports because no one bought a Wii U. Like, it was such a big deal when they re-released Earthbound on the Virtual Console. If not via Virtual Console or, like, downloadable titles, I think they could have just done more ports, like the Zelda ports, and that would have propped it up. What I'm saying is that Nintendo is partially to blame for the lack of content on it. Fair. Fair. But that's my take. That's my spicy, spicy hot take. It's sweetened with sriracha. Yeah, either way, it's Nintendo's fault. Yes, either way, it's yes. Nintendo's fault. Uh, but I like the Wii U. I think it's look, on, tend this, to bring this back up, it looks very nice on a shelf when I remember <laughs> to dust it. <laughs> uh. I like the music on the Homebrew channel. Oh, so do I. <laughs> so good. So yeah. with that, uh, I have been Jamie. I have been Jazzy. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all said that. We wow. Are the same. We are the same getting... now. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the underscore Callaway. I stream sporadically and I stream a lot of things. That's mostly where you can find me. Don't find my Twitter account. Just don't. Uh, and you also write over at Infinite Frontiers. I do. I'm a writer for Infinite Frontiers. So if you go to Infinite Frontiers, uh, then you can see some of my articles. Yes. And of course, if you've enjoyed this episode, then feel free to support Speedrun by subscribing to the Stuff We Playtreon. Uh, we even have a physical merch tier at $30 there. And, uh, you know get early episodes since patrons do get episodes a week early. And also if you have ideas for future episodes and you can either message me directly on Twitter at stuff we play or via email at Jamie at stuff or even contact Jazzy at Jazzy at stuff Jazzy. Am I forgetting anything? Twitch. Twitch. Ah, uh, yes. You can find me at twitch.tv slash uh, Jamie underscore plays underscore stuff. And then you have a Twitch as well, don't you? I do. I've been playing a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! on my Twitch lately, and I've been having... <clears throat> Excuse me, I just got a little frog in my throat there. We've been having a lot of fun on my Twitch. It's really uh, chill there. Twitch.tv slash Jasmine Starshine if you want to see some children's card games. Hell yeah. I, we, we like children's card games, especially on motorcycles. Hmm, <laughs> sans motorcycles. Oof. 
But with that, Oof. thank you very much for listening. Stay classy and we'll see you next time. See ya.